0: Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland Intercom Radio Portland's weekly public affairs program I'm Gary Bloxham This year, it's really important to be extra prepared for flu season Let's talk about it On the show this time, I would like to welcome Dr. Lori Anderson Dr. Anderson is with Metropolitan Pediatrics Welcome to Let's Talk Portland, Dr. Anderson
1: Great, thanks for having me
0: so on the show this time, it's that time of year, it's flu season, and uh, let's talk about the flu. What are we expecting in 2020 and 2021 with the flu?
1: Yeah, so this year is um, will be a little bit of an uncharted territory for us in the fact that we have social distancing restrictions in place, yet we have a current pandemic happening um, across the world. So... Um, without a crystal ball, it's impossible to know exactly what will happen with this year's flu season, but we are expecting influenza to begin here in Oregon in the next couple of months and um, will be really important for everyone to be getting their flu shots to help prevent the spread of flu here in Oregon.
0: Is there any uh, idea out there, any statistics at all saying what we can expect? Is it going to be a severe flu year or or do we ever know that information ahead of time?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we don't necessarily know that information ahead of time, but we do know a couple of things that are unique to 2020. The first being that we are social distancing and there are people that feel like, well, geez, you know, with social distancing, maybe there's less chance of me catching illnesses and less, and the flu shot would be less important, but it's actually very much to the contrary this year in the fact that as social restrictions lighten up more over time, people have not been around each other as much. The more we intermingle, the higher the chance of illnesses spreading. So that can be common colds, that can be vomiting, diarrhea illnesses. Um, so there will be more sickness going around as social distancing restrictions lighten and add into that flu season starting add into that COVID, the concern with this year's flu season is that severity of illness could be much more intense because if people get two infections at once, influenza along with another viral illness or influenza along with coronavirus, that the dual infection could make people much, much sicker and have much um, higher and more severe consequences on their health. So the concern for this year's flu season is we could end up with patients who are much sicker from influenza than the typical flu season and outcomes could be much worse for patients. So that's why this year it's very important for people to get their flu shots so that we can try to help decrease the chance of those combined infections happening in patients.
0: What role is are face coverings gonna have for the flu season? If we continue to to wear our face masks, is that going to help?
1: You know, the the bigger piece in terms of helping uh, prevent coronavirus, helping prevent flu, would be the social distancing piece, you know, and people being smart with interactions. Um, The idea of masking is to decrease respiratory transmission in the population. So potentially it could help to decrease it. I think, you know, it's going to be hard to to say that 100% because we've never had flu seasons that involved mandatory masking. So what impact that will have is going to be hard to answer.
0: So this year in particular, well, I guess every year is important to get a flu shot, but this year in particular sounds like it's uh, extra important to get a flu shot. Tell me about the flu shot. Who should get it, and how does it work? Let's talk about how it works first.
1: Yeah, so the idea of flu vaccines is what the components within the vaccine are basically a little piece of the outside of the shell of the flu virus. So it would kind of be like a hat on a person's head rather than showing them the whole person. So we show the body that little tiny piece of the outside of the flu virus and that gives your immune system a chance to recognize that little piece, know that it's not supposed to be in the body, fight it off and make memory so that if you are ever exposed the a full flu virus, it recognizes that little piece, like the little hat on the person's head is recognizable, and the immune system will automatically say, I know you, I remember you, I'm going to fight you off and um, prevent prevent you from getting sick. So flu shots are recommended for patients starting at age six months and older. And um, the importance of a flu shot is very high because in flu shots are not 100% guaranteed. If you get your flu vaccine and somebody with the flu coughs in your face, yes, potentially you could still get the flu. But really the importance of the flu vaccine is if you do get influenza, you don't get as sick, you get better faster, and the chance of bad complications like serious pneumonias, death from the flu is much, 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 much less if you've had your flu shot. So it very much decreases the chance you get it. But the more important piece is if you do get the flu, you don't get as sick, you get better, faster, and you have less complications. So that's how the flu vaccine works in the body. And that's um, the benefit to people of getting the flu shot is decreasing the chance and decreasing the severity if they were to get influenza. How
0: do scientists know every year what how to make the flu shot? Um, what to, I guess, how do they know what type of flu is going to be coming in so they can create the mm-hmm. flu shot that will prevent that particular type of flu? Because it kind of morphs every year, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. So there are epidemiologists whose job is solely to monitor flu activity, monitor flu virus, um, and they can use trends. They're, they can use that information to look at like trends of what, what viruses have been active in what areas of the country and um, how those have changed over time to predict which strains to put in the flu vaccine for the upcoming year. So unfortunately we don't have a magic ball that can tell us which strains of flu are going to be active in the community, but they use past data and known trends about flu to try to predict that. So some years, the predictions are spot on and flu shots are very, very, very effective. Some years, they're a little bit less effective in terms of decreasing you from getting influenza, but regardless, if you've had your flu shot, even if the strains are not exactly correct in terms of the predictions, it still gives you a better chance of fighting it off, getting better faster, and having less complications. So that's the most important part, even if the predictions aren't perfect.
0: We're talking today with Dr. Lori Anderson with Metropolitan Pediatrics. Now, Dr. Anderson, who should get a flu shot? Should everybody get a flu shot or select people or, or who exactly?
1: Absolutely. Recommendations are for everyone to get their flu shots. The starting for age six months and above. The idea of doing the whole community is, you know, everybody gains protection individually and we gain what we call herd herd immunity, that the more protection is in the community, the less chance that flu is going to be able to circulate person to person. So by getting your flu shot, you're protecting yourself, but equally you're protecting the people around you and your family and your community members. There are certain Populations of people that are more at risk for severe illness when they get influenza, younger kids, pregnant women, elderly people, kids with asthma, um, people with underlying serious medical conditions, if they were to get influenza, the chance of bad complication from that would be higher, so those people it's particularly important for them to be consistent with getting their flu shots but Again, it's recommended for all ages because even completely healthy young people can have very severe consequences from getting the flu. So it's definitely recommended for everyone and allows us to do our part to help ourselves and help our community stay healthier.
0: Are there people that can carry the flu and be asymptomatic? We've heard a lot about that with with COVID-19, that people can be carrying it around and not have any symptoms. Is the flu anything like that at all?
1: A you know, asymptomatic spread is not known to be near as abundant um, with influenza as with as it is with COVID. Some people do get less severe illnesses with it. You know, they may not have as, as high of fevers or as severe as re- of respiratory symptoms. So they may unintentionally spread it without realizing that they have the flu. But um, in terms of being completely symptom free, um, that's more unique to coronavirus compared to influenza
0: okay can we talk about a few misconceptions about getting a flu shot Um, can you get the flu from getting a flu shot
1: yeah that's a great question because that's something that we hear um, very frequently and absolutely 100% no you cannot get influenza from getting your flu shot the injectable flu it's just a little piece of the outside of it. So it's not a living virus. Um, It's just a little piece of the outside of the flu. So people can get a little achy from their immunizations. People can get sometimes a lower grade fever. Those are actually good signs that your immune system has kicked in and is really reacting and responding to the vaccine. Sometimes that can be misinterpreted as having the flu, but it absolutely cannot cause influenza.
0: Are there any other misconceptions, like perhaps uh, maybe uh, there's something dangerous in a flu shot?
1: Yeah, you know we we have people, you know, often express concern about well, if I get my flu shot, it's going to make me more susceptible to other illnesses, and that is that is not true either. That really what the vaccine is doing is it's giving your immune system the ability to recognize flu, but it's not changing your immune system's ability to recognize other viruses. So I don't worry about there being any weakening of the immune system. Our immune system is incredibly strong and, you know, getting your flu shot is a little drop in the bucket of what your immune system is capable of. So it doesn't weaken your immune system, but that's a, um, a question that we're asked about as well. Um the you know people often link immunizations with autism. That's very a very clear um, misconception as well because there is not a there is not any link between immunizations and autism. Um, so that's something to put people's mind about um, at rest about as well.
0: Do you think the uh, the uh, that influenza could ever be eradicated?
1: L- like you mentioned, the fact that. Influenza can morph over time and change makes it different than something like polio. You know with polio, it's one it's one um, entity, you know, and so if you can have protection against that entity, then it does give us a better tool to try to completely eradicate. But when influenza can change and morph over time, then we won't it's more a manner of managing it in the community than eradicating it because we will not be able to achieve eradication. That's a word. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Dr. Anderson, that you are sure <laughs> a, a pediatric doctor, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Okay.
0: And you probably, well, by definition, you work with kids. And a flu shot can be kind of scary. So, how do you make flu shots a little less scary?
1: Yeah, we work really hard at, with that at our office. Um, one thing that we've done is as simple as we started last year doing flu shots for parents as well. And that's made a big difference for our patients because they can watch their parents get the vaccine and then they follow suit and they can see their parent demonstrate bravery and um, imitate that, which has been really helpful. The other added benefit of that is the more people in the home that are protected against the flu, the less chance that influenza will be brought into the home and make other people in the home um, sick. So that's a great benefit. Um, we also work really hard on um, having distraction options. So little kids will let them eat or nurse during vaccination. Um, older kids were known to be blowing bubbles. Um, we have some things called like a shot blocker, which helps um, we, put it up against the skin, um, where we do the vaccine and it kind of confuses the nerves in the area and makes the poke of the vaccine a little less scary. Um, the other thing that's really important for families to do, even without some of those tools is preparation ahead of time. So preparing kids that they will be getting a vaccine preparing them about how important it is, um, practicing deep breathing with them, you know, um, helping, um, give them some tools to use when they're walking into the office to help calm themselves down. Um, sometimes we'll even recommend after kids are done, and they're at that moment of like, oh, hey, you know what? That was not so bad after all. Take a picture and keep it in your keep it in your phone. And so that next year, whenever the kids are starting to feel nervous about their flu shot, you can show them the picture from last year and be like, remember, this is when you were telling me it wasn't so bad after all. And that can be a nice visual for them to remember that they were tough last year and they can be tough again this year.
0: Do teddy bears ever get flu shots first to prove that it's that's not so bad?
1: <laughs> Do many parents? Um, I meant teddy bears.
0: I was just teasing, but teddy bears. You know what?
1: Teddy bears, (laughs) we will vaccinate teddy bears. We can vaccinate stuffed dogs. Any kids, anyone that wants to come in, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Is there any other way to get a flu vaccination besides a shot?
1: There is an option of a nasal flu spray this year um, that... It's a little, like, mist squirt into the nose, and we have, and kids kind of breathe in, inhale through the nose um, on either nostril whenever they're getting their vaccine. Um, That's one that has been recently reintroduced as an option for flu shots, so for kids who have a lot of needle fear or phobia, um, you can absolutely ask your providers about an option of a flu mist, because it is available again this year for administration.
0: Okay. Do flu shots contain any covid vaccines or any protection at all against covid?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. No, it doesn't. Influenza vaccines are protecting against the strains of influenza, you know, that are in the vaccine and there is no coronavirus component to the flu shots. So, we're hoping for a coronavirus vaccine in the future, but at this point we do not have one and that is they are not it is not included in the influenza vaccine.
0: When is the best time of year to get a flu shot?
1: Now, now is a great time. Um, September and October are key months for getting your flu shot. It's it's not too late though. You can get flu shots up through January, February, March. Even if you have if you missed out, we the best time is this September um, October. But you will get protection no matter when you do it. And if you get a flu shot late, like even March. April, there's some benefit to next year's flu season of even having better protection for the next year's flu season. So, but now is a great time. We really encourage people to contact their providers about getting their flu shots now.
0: Is there any uh, time when it's too early to get a flu shot?
1: Um. The, how, well,
0: how long does the shot last? How long does the, the
1: yeah, vaccination last? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great question. So um, if you do it really early, like if you were to get a vaccine in July, there would be concern about potentially the benefit fading towards the end of flu season, um, which is why September, September and October end of August are kind of good times to, to um, get the vaccine. But into November, December, January, February, those are all really important times if you don't have the opportunity now to still go ahead and get your flu shot. But it does last, it will last through the season and there is benefit that lingers into next year, but will be enhanced by next year's flu shot as well. Okay.
0: Dr. Anderson, who am I protecting when I get a flu shot every year?
1: Yeah. Um, I think this is a really important thing for people to realize that you protect yourself because your immune system recognizes that component of the flu and will decrease the chance of bad complications or serious illness if you get your, if, you know, when you've had your flu shot. But the other equally important part is by getting your flu shot, you're doing your part to keep the community healthy. That when you get your flu shot, there's less chance of you exposing other people to flu. And the other really key thing for this year is we want to have available hot medical care for the people who need it the most. And if we can have less medical care needed for patients with influenza, that'll give more opportunities for people with coronavirus to have the medical care that they need. So in getting your flu shot, you're keeping yourself healthier, you're keeping your community healthier from influenza, and you're doing your part to make a difference in helping people with coronavirus get the care that they need as well.
0: Who can come to Metropolitan Pediatrics to get a flu shot?
1: Yeah, so we give vaccines to all of our patients and essentially anyone associated with that patient that would um, be willing to get it under the age of 65. Um, Over age 65, people might need a higher dose flu shot, and so we um, don't make that medical decision, but parents, cousins, friends, neighbors, nannies, anybody who would want to come along um, is absolutely fair game for getting their protection, um, at Metropolitan Pediatrics.
0: It always kind of strikes me as a little bit strange, although I've done it in the past to get a flu shot at a grocery store. Is that the same thing as going to a medical facility?
1: Yeah. I mean, with doing it at a pharmacy, um, absolutely. Many pharmacies, um, offer vaccinations, not just influenza, but, um, but other ones as well. And so, um, you know, getting your flu shot at your local pharmacy is an option, too. A lot of pharmacies don't do it for kids, but um, for older people, that's a great opportunity to get the care that you need in the location that you're already at.
0: Yeah, I, I had my flu shot at Walgreens this year, and but I've had it mm-hmm. at Safeway before. I've had it at Target before. I've had it at my doctor's office before. <laughs>
1: Yep, pick up some groceries or pick up pick up things on the to do list, and uh, get your vaccine as well. That's a great option.
0: <laughs> so a little bit ago, you talked about herd immunity, and we've kind of heard about herd immunity in the news with particular uh, emphasis on on the COVID situation. Herd immunity does work with influenza, though, correct?
1: Yeah, the you know the idea of herd immunity is that if we can get enough people in the population protected by a vaccine, then there's less opportunity for person-to-person spread. And so people in the community who are more vulnerable, so newborns that can't get their vaccines, maybe people with suppressed immune systems like people with cancer or other illnesses that have suppressed immune systems that can't personally benefit from vaccines by everyone else getting their vaccines. It helps decrease the chance of them getting exposed to the illness. So that's one of the beauties of immunizations is that you protect yourself and you make the community healthier, healthier by making that decision as well
0: we have got a couple minutes left and I want to talk again a little bit about what we're expecting for this flu season, which is, um, gets underway just pretty much any time, right? And it's with combined with everything else that's going on with COVID-19 and, and social distancing and wearing masks and what are we going to, what are we expecting?
1: Yeah, well, again, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to predict the future, um, potentially, um, With social distancing, there may be a little less transmission of flu in the community, but the bigger concern, and I think the thing that we need to be prepared for as a medical um, community and a community as a whole is the concern of more severe illness from flu this year because of the potential of more illnesses spreading at the time and coronavirus in the community. So the potential of flu along with another virus or flu along with coronavirus, the potential of serious respiratory sicknesses and serious complications and significant hospitalizations, like the risk of that is much higher this year because of the concern of um, multiple infection. Influenza, along with coronavirus, or influenza along with another sickness, and so that's what we need to be prepared for as a community is getting as many flu shots done as possible, so we can decrease the chance of those co-infections happening. Um, and hopefully, we'll look back and say, hey, that wasn't such a bad flu season, but it could end up to be, um, it could end up to be a very, very serious flu season with lots and lots of very sick people. So that's why we want to try to be prepared and be taking action now to help prevent that.
0: Do you ever have people say to you, I never get sick anyway, why would I need to get a flu shot?
1: Yeah, and those people are lucky. You're lucky (laughs) to uh, not have been exposed. Um, But people, people who are completely healthy, who have no breathing issues, who are young and hardy and active and athletic, can get the flu and get very serious complications, even die from the flu in at a, at a, at a completely healthy person. And so that's one thing that we often try to explain to people is that's great. I'm glad you've been lucky so far and haven't gotten exposed to the flu, but just by being at the grocery store, just by walking down the street, you never know who you're going to be around and you potentially could get influenza at any point. So don't continue to risk it you know do what you can which is get a simple little vaccine to help continue that trend of good luck
0: i think i've had a flu shot every year for at least the last 20 years and i don't think i've ever had the flu so awesome
1: do it awesome do thank it, you people. <laughs> good job of taking care of yourself and uh, the community that's uh, that's great
0: go get a flu shot everybody well dr yes, laurie anderson thank you so too. much for being on the show today
1: yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I hope uh, I hope everybody listens and gets their flu shots.
0: If you'd like to hear this interview again, a podcast is available online. Just search Let's Talk Portland on the Radio.com app. Let's Talk Portland is an intercom public affairs program.